Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. These people need to know who the hell's in charge here. What the rules are. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers episode, oh my god, it's been so long, 191, Jamie? That's it, 191. Oh my god, thank you everyone for being so patient. This is our first episode in like seven years, I think. I'm not <laughs> sure, uh, I don't even know what day it is at this point it's anymore. It's been a hot minute. It's been at least, it's been a very hot minute, a hot hour, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning Show, that's Jamie from Light FM. Hi Jamie, how are you? I'm great, how are you? Good. So, apologies, a lot of people were asking... Where's the new episode? What are you doing? Where's the new episode? And I said, oh, we're going to do one next week for two episodes. And then we didn't do that one. And then people were like, oh, my God, Mips was back. Where's the new episode? And we didn't do an episode. So uh, I took off last week, uh, a personal week, uh, a little extra time I needed. So I did that, took care of some business. And so last week was supposed to be the catch-up week, and then it wasn't. So it's all my fault. It's not Jamie. She was prepared, ready to go. She was sitting by her laptop and her iPad and her microphone. And I never told her. So she's just been sitting there for three weeks. <laughs> How do you know my exact setup? That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, you've, you, we do a podcast together. You should that listen. is true. <laughs> Speaking of not listening to your own podcast, which I always accuse you of. You know, I do you the Brooklyn that. Boys podcast, which many of you guys listen to. And if you don't, you should. I think it's fun. But uh, Skiri, my co-host on the show, Skiri Jones, he constantly does things that we joke about being bad. Then he, or, or things that we say like, oh, you, you can't say that. It's bad grammar. And he goes, oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And then he goes ahead and says them. And I wonder if he's listening to the podcast. Probably I, not. I know I listen to my podcasts. I'm just wondering <laughs> if my two co-hosts listen to their podcasts. So, <laughs> Jamie, you're not you alone. Okay, good. I'm should, not on my own island. <laughs> that's right. I think you should do a podcast with Skiri 
where neither one of you has any idea what you talked about. That would be a hot mess express. And then every week you sit down and you go, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What have we talked about? I don't know. And then you talk about the same thing again because you don't remember the last episode. Probably. I vaguely remember the last episode. So before I connected our uh, our audio, I had to go on AMC and look at the last three episodes and then listen to our last podcast to see what it was we talked about. Now, the last episode we did of Walkers and Talkers was when um, Daniel starts, you know, losing his mind and takes the guns. That's how long that it's been. That was sad. Yeah. Wow. God, that feels forever ago. So I'm going to give you uh, give you guys a little bit of news and, and then we're going to recap briefly the Grace episode with the baby spoilers coming up the jd episode where uh spoilers yep right J- jd stands for john dory and we're going to talk about the mips episode love it which is called mother and i think a lot of people thought when they when the title was released a few months ago oh my god mother it's got to be madison's back yeah if they try to bring madison back now after this episode I, I I have a theory how they might be able to do it, so I'll I'll throw that at you as well. I Ooh, have a theory. I, hear this. I have a theory why hear. they can't bring her back now, and then another theory why I think maybe they can, because I think Mips oh. I think Mips played a bigger asshole than maybe we realize. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about Mips. Uh, he's okay. I gotta talk, so Mips, if you don't know, is my pal Sebastian Sebastian yes. Sazi, and he plays Cole played Cole, and I kind of hinted that he was coming back. Because I, you know, I kind of knew a little bit, like he hinted. He said, oh, you may see me again on a TV show you like. Or, oh, no, I'm sorry. He said, you may see me in a a vehicle you like. A vehicle is, I mean, some kind of project. Um, you know, oh, show business project. okay. So he didn't say TV show or movie. He said in a vehicle. So I was like, oh, because he was in Superman versus Batman. Yeah, you said he was in a lot of great stuff. Right. So I thought, well, is he going to be in another? He, 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 he dies in that one, by the way. He dies in a lot of the things he does. He dies in most things he's He in. was on Blue Bloods. I don't, know, I don't know if he died on Blue Bloods. Don't tweet me, but I, he's not on it anymore. He may have died. I think he did die. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he's really good at dying. Spoiler. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't sure if it was a one-off, how long. So I'm, uh, we'll talk about it, but I'm, I'm, tw- I'm DMing him going, oh my God, you're back. I think I know where you're going to be back. He never told me. And then he, uh, he posted a picture of himself as Cole holding the gun, the rifle. Um, on the Thursday before Fear came out, because on Thursday, as you guys know, it comes out on AMC Premiere. Yes. And so that's when he was able to to announce it. So I'm thinking, yes, he's back on the show. This is going to be great. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. I did ask him for a present, and he sent me a present. We'll <gasps> talk about that a little bit later as well. So let's, let's touch on the news real quick. Uh, okay. The USS Pennsylvania, which is the submarine which we finally get to see back on the show, which we saw in the first episode or two, that we knew the keys were for. That, and I mentioned this, I don't know, like a hundred weeks ago, it's the setting for an upcoming spinoff that'll be only on digital. I don't know if that means YouTube or streaming only, but it's only in digital format. A show called Dead in the Water, which is a great name. Love that. It tells the story of a submarine crew fighting for survival Cut off from the surface world just as the apocalypse hits, becoming a nuclear-fueled, walker-filled death trap with no way out. That sounds absolutely terrifying. Right. So we see, we, we, yeah. So obviously everyone, it's been years since the apocalypse started on fear. I, I think it's been about five years, right? Four to five years. That's, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. I read an article this week that said it's been three years, but it can't be three years because 
Morgan and Dwight came over after the apocalypse was about five or six years old. Right? Because Fear uh, the Walking Dead was at least five or six years old. Because oh, after the time right. jump, now they're 12 years. So the time jump was six and then another year is seven. So maybe it's five and a half, six years now into the apocalypse. Okay. And that's about how long uh, World, Be- Ugh, World Beyond. World Beyond is, is an, a number of years as well. So though you know everybody on the, sh- on the submarine's dead because it's locked, right? So everyone's dead. And oh, so when Morgan and, the, and Teddy and the whole gang show up, when we get to that episode to talk about it, Obviously, there's walkers on board. The crew is there. But this digital series is going to show us how they died. Now, you're locked in Back a tube. Story. Where are you going to go? You're eventually going to run out of air. You're going to run out of food. Yeah. And if the captain dies, you can't surface, so you can't go up for air. <gasps> so they all died. Yeah. So they're all dead. But we're going to see how that happened. A picture came out of Mercer. Now, Mercer is the lead trooper at the Commonwealth. He's the guy yes. that wears the red outfit that we thought was maybe the... The guy with the weapons on The Walking Dead, but that was actually Elijah, who was Maggie's friend. Right. In the locker room, we saw the red armor hanging. So they released a picture. Michael James Shaw is the actor playing Mercer, and a picture came out of him wearing the badass red uniform. So uh, nice to see a little little The Walking Dead in our lives, even though we have to wait until August. I think I think it's yes, August. Yes, August. Again, I should listen to this podcast because I know I've said it. So, which they know, well because we're always used to an October, October start, right. yeah, so it's yeah. never it's 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 never happened. Yep, exactly. And Funko, F U N K O, Funko. They make the little pop stalls. Oh, I have dogs sitting right next to me. You know. Well, I, I did not know that, but they are releasing <laughs> season ten of Funko is coming out. There'll be a new Negan. And, and I'm glad you brought it up, Daryl with dog. No, stop. Yes. Okay, I have to get it. I okay. have dog. Don't I, leave I'm now. Need, Don't leave now. I'm we have a podcast to do. One. Don't leave the podcast. Shiny objects. Shiny objects. <laughs> and then remind me, I want to talk about a possible huge time jump on Fear the Walking Dead. Okay? Really? Yeah, I, I, there's rumors that they may do a big time jump and catch up a lot closer to oh, The Walking man. Dead. Oh, man. That would be wild. But okay. then they can't cross over World Beyond unless World Beyond does a time jump. So I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know if they're time jumping so that more people can cross over, if eventually Morgan can go back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's talk about the Grace episode. Okay. So I, I don't know how Grace, I don't know. I guess Grace, you know, listen, when you're when you're pregnant, then I only know this because my wife was pregnant three times, and I, <laughs> I think I'm the father at least once. Yes. <laughs> you feel the baby kick most of the time. You feel movement. You kind of know the baby is uh, yeah. alive. Now, look, you you may know differently. There may be women who unfortunately have, have suffered the way Grace suffered in the episode. My condolences. You may not always be able to tell, but, you know, Grace has been through a lot of trauma be- between being thrown down and shot at and put oh, in the geez. lineup and radiation. and Right. So... The whole episode was, which is 612, was about Grace and Morgan having to travel to get medical help because June left after killing uh, Ginny. Spoiler, Ginny's dead. She's dead. Right in the head. So it's sort of June's fault that they had to get in a car or a truck. Uh, Spoiler, the truck breaks down because that always happens. It's guaranteed to happen. Right. Now, I don't remember if they, the, the tires got shot or they ran over something, whatever it was, uh, or they were being chased by 
Riley and his men because yeah. the episode started with the, with uh, them in a barn and they're outside. So well, I, well, I don't remember. It's been so long. But anyway, the, the car didn't make it. They're trapped in a barn and Grace is, you know, feels like the childbirth is coming. You know, she's going to give birth. Yeah. And so Morgan has to fight off the crew, the Riley's men who have guns. They're shooting at the place. They're shooting There's out windows. A lot of them. Three or four of them come into the barn. Grace is in like a stack of hay, like, you know, in the horse pen or whatever in the stable. <laughs> yeah. And in typical bad karate movie fashion, even though Riley has a gun, <laughs> they come at Morgan one at a time so he can fight them off with a stick. I know. He kills them I, yeah, all. Ex- he kills them all. I, exactly. Right. Because he does. He's, you know, they're the red shirts. <laughs> then Riley comes at him. Except Riley. He puts the stick through his shoulder, doesn't kill him. And Riley runs back outside to get his gun. Why? Why did he come in without the gun? Ugh. I don't. Under, I don't understand that. I, I, and why didn't Morgan kill him? Make sense. He's the bad guy. <laughs> this is such bad writing. You kill the bad guy, and then the henchmen are worthless. And he's the main bad guy. <laughs> and you put a stick through his shoulder. How do you recover from that in a non-surgical apocalypse? Oh, look, everyone's getting shot. So who am I to ask? Ooh. But you you put a stick through his shoulder and you let him run <laughs> out. And you don't go after him. I, I didn't get that. Then he comes back and he forces Morgan at gunpoint to give him the keys, which we know are for a nuclear submarine. And we know they want to blow up the world yes. or just blow up Texas. Grace yells at him and says, give him the keys. Give him the goddamn keys. Yeah. So oh, he gives she, Riley the keys. <laughs> right. Selfishly, they may have cost the lives of a million people. We don't know yet. Thanks, Grace. And so anyway, he runs off with the keys, Riley. And Morgan delivers the baby. Unfortunately, the baby comes out stillborn. Right? It's terrible. Yeah. Very sad. I know it would have been horrific. How does the baby not be a zombie? Not be a walker? Or a crawler? Would it be a crawler? Crawlers and talkers? Ooh. Right? Am I right? Good. Crawlers and talkers. You're sick and I love it. <laughs> so, the, I mean. Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I didn't even think about that. Is there some way that, I mean, wouldn't the, unless the radiation that Grace was exposed to killed it in a way that, or the radiation killed the Walker disease, in which case is that a cure? Is the radiation a cure for the Walker disease? Ooh. Now, I know they didn't want to make it more horrific. That's the scene was powerful enough. Um, oh, by the way, I skipped over yeah. a whole part. Grace hallucinates the whole episode that she has a, a grown-up daughter named Athena and that she's uh, she sees into the future and she walks towards the light and she thinks she's dying and that Morgan's going to give birth to Athena. But in actuality, she was walking out of the, you know, towards the light to get out. And she lived mm. and she was actually witnessing yeah. Athena's last moments. Now, I knew that baby wasn't going to make it because yes. she spent the whole episode saying, she's going to be the bond that brings us all together. She's going to be the bond. And I thought, how's Morgan going to raise a baby oh. in a dam in the apocalypse? Like, oh, it's not. Boy. I mean, Rick had a whole group of people. I get it to raise Judith. But eventually they ended up at Alexandria. There was food yeah. and housing and. I just didn't see a, a you know bringing a baby Everything in was she a needed. was a smart idea and and where's the where's the other baby have we seen the other baby the sheriff's wife or the sergeant whatever his whatever his role was the 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 Ginny's man that ran off and they went to the dam to have the baby that woman and the baby are where oh yeah, whatever I they're not dead right I, so I they must be living there but they I just haven't been on so. the show I guess pandemic they don't. They're cutting down on showing the cast. We haven't seen them, yeah. So I yeah, guess we could have been like, sense. oh, we have two babies now. 
But unfortunately, Grace's baby did not make it. Athena, the actress was a little annoying, so, you know. Really sad. Whatever. And then they, they painted this whole future <laughs> where Charlie's like a doctor's assistant to June. Al went off to find uh, Isabel. Oh, yeah. And I thought she went off to find Isabel. What, tw- 15 years ago? Your daughter's like a teenager. How long did she just go uh, off? I was going to say a really long time ago. And Alicia rebuilt the stadium. Yeah. So a lot allegedly happened, but it didn't happen because it was all a dream. And Dwight and Sherry have a family and kids. Yeah. Yeah, they're a weird couple. I don't like her. Uh, she's got to go. Sherry. Now she's back. I, 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 really? I, one of the episodes, she's like, all right, let's try this. Well, all right, fine. When she she came to peace and, well, yeah. She's got to make up her mind. Yeah. Well, I guess now she's, she realizes that the, the anger was not because of Negan. The anger was because uh, she's all good now. So that's the Grace episode. Overall, I thought it was okay. <laughs> People were like, oh, my God, so powerful, so emotional. Yeah, the last scene was emotional. But there was so much, oh, come on. I just thought there was a lot of, oh, come on. What did you think of that I'm episode? not going to lie. It's, it wasn't, it really, honestly, um, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate. It was one of my least favorite episodes ever. I don't know if it, least favorite, like even less than that crazy woman, the evil woman, the, the crazy old lady. Oh, well, that was really weird. Oh, no, oh ODB? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. ODB was that that whole half season. That was just the half season was terrible. So it wasn't I, the that Grace was, episode. Actually, now that you bring that up, that was strangely bizarre. The name Marcy, Margie, Mary. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't tweet us. That woman was terrible. Oh, good. Uh, something like that. Oh, ODB is what I called her. Yeah. It's just terrible. Terrible. The whole ugh, terrible. So this season's been great. I just I it was OK. It was a whole episode of, you know, and I knew that I had just had a feeling the kid was not going to be OK. Because she, you know, she was just like getting thrown around all yeah. the time. You can't do that. But why it wasn't Walker Baby and seen out of Alien oh. coming out of her belly, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was crying zombie. I have a lot you of like questions that? now. I <laughs> 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 See that went cry right into her. Yeah. All right. So before we get into the JD episode, uh, let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Jesse McCartney, and I played Reed on Fear the Walking Dead. And you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. 
because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. So that's okay. So then the next episode, <laughs> they're all standing outside and they're getting shot at. So whoever's shooting at them misses. Always getting shot at. Always getting shot at. So June and, and a bunch of people are outside the dam and they start to get, they're getting shot at. And the guy misses, right? He misses terribly. It's amazing at car chases when they shoot really out the bad. window. You ever, you ever notice when like the bad guys are behind the good guys and they shoot out the window? They shoot the back window out. Right? And the back window breaks. Yes. And then the people in the yes. front seat do like a half second duck. Yep. Like that matters because the bullet would have already been in you. And they're fine. They're fine. Where does the bullet go? <laughs> exactly. Once it goes yeah, through true. the back window, it's still going to keep going. Out the front? <laughs> so I understand that it may deflect a little bit, but chances are it's going to hit one of the two people in the car. And if it doesn't, how come the bad guys were able to shoot the window one time, but they can't shoot in the window a second time? Right? That's this is my true. problem. So <laughs> this guy, somebody is shooting at them, shoots out the car windows, pew, 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 and they, they go to chase him off <laughs> and they can't find him. We later find out, by the way, that, he, you know, spoiler, he's John Dory's father. He's a former police officer and a marksman. And he missed. Yet he missed everyone. <laughs> he did. And for some reason, he's shooting. The, he thinks they're the bad guys. He thinks our people are the mole oh, people. Oh, man. Right? He thinks that they're Teddy's people. So and he missed every one of them. He really did. I can understand missing the second one, but how do you miss the first one unless your gun is so old that the bullets go off to the side? But even then, if you're a marksman, you would account for the wind and the, the bullets going off to the side. You should be able to hit someone in a crowd of people. So I'm calling marksman bullshit. Somebody, especially with, like you said, the first shot when they're not expecting right. it. So then June <laughs> goes looking for him and she finds a camper. And uh, it's got, you know, those the clippings on the wall and the, and the red string and all, you know, the typical detective stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know if it had red string, but it, that kind of wall. Serial uh, killer. Serial killer, right. <laughs> and then as she sees everything, of course, the guy walks in. It's John Dory's father. We don't know that right away, but spoiler, it's John Dory's father. Played by Keith Carradine, a great actor. Welcome to the show, Keith Carradine. Great actor. And, great. you know, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, you're because then she later on he sees her gun and it says J.D. on it. He says, that's my gun. So I get that he's going to be anywhere Teddy is because he's looking for Teddy. But Texas is a giant state. Yeah. Look, is he in the area because he (laughs) lived in that area? But if he's in the area looking for Teddy, apparently Teddy's been out of prison since the apocalypse started, right? They showed the backstory. Teddy gets out day one. He's been out a long time. Right? So if you've been looking for him for a long time and you're in the area where your house was, you wouldn't have run into. You wouldn't have gone back to the old general store. You wouldn't have run into your son, even though you weren't looking for him. Uh, I, I mean, I, they explained that he didn't want to see his son. Uh, I just it, feel like, you know, I mean, it took kind of hard to believe. It took five minutes to run into Cole. They, they, they didn't run into each other for, for five true. years. Uh, the apocalypse is going on. You don't run into your son, or nobody runs into him, and you find him after John's dead. As soon as Dory's dead, now his father shows up. The second. 
I find that I to know. be unbelievable coincidence bullshit. <laughs> I feel like if he showed up, if June met him and she's like, oh my God, you got to meet your son. And then John died. I'd go partial coincidence bullshit. But the fact that you lose the character on the show, that his father shows up. Hey, we need a strong male lead. All right, he's dead. Let's get another strong male lead. I know. Let's make his father pop up. We'll just grab his dad. Yeah. We'll have him <laughs> after Teddy and Teddy's the bad guy. And again, it's, do you, by the way, do you hear that sound? Did you hear my computer go? I did, but I keep hearing myself and my headphones back. Like no, that's me like then. That means my, that means my something. headphones are too loud or your headphones are crap. Okay. Are your headphones crap? Uh, I'll take it as a no. Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> you had to think about it. Like, nah, I don't think so. The station uh, gave them to me brand new out of the box. Nice. <laughs> then they have to be decent. Just about decent. Not great. Audio they don't give Technica? out the great stuff. Who? Audio Technica. That's who makes them. That's the con- That sounds like something you'd buy at Radio Shack when Radio Shack was open. Like the, the non-brand name. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> was it but a giveaway? Weird. Like, I hear myself delayed and that's when you answer me. Um, No. Oh, all right. Well, if they sound good, don't worry about it. I'm not saying don't go out and buy Audio Technica. They're just not a name I'm familiar with. So I'll have to go. I'll, I'll do the Google on them. I'll I, me that. either. Yeah. All right. Well, but now uh, I'm using the blue Nano Yeti, which is good. The Nano Yeti. Oh, good. Good. Yes, of course. That's that's the good one. Yes. I don't have the, I have the regular Yeti. What's the Nano Yeti? Yes. Is the Nano Yeti smaller? It's blue. It says blue right on it, and it's I got, it's decent size. I have to hold okay. it in my hand, though, because the stand they give me is, like, way low. Uh-huh. So it's decent size. You hold it in your hand. Is it like the 10-inch Dow Dixon or not so big? <laughs> oh, God. Oh God. Um, <laughs> a little smaller. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for the microphone. <laughs> I, know, I know you like a bigger microphone, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. So she finds John Dory's father and, you know, they become friends. They decide to team up and compare notes. And then he goes back to the general store and then they go back to the, to John Dory's house, which used to be his house. And the ranger is there, you know, from, from when they found John Dory, he's, he's living there now, that guy. Yes. And then uh, he, he's able to sneak up on, on John Dory senior on a police officer who's there to make sure he's not snuck up on. He, he beats the guy in a fight and then lets the guy shoot him in the back. Oh, yeah. You can't turn your back I on know, it. Like, he heck? saved him from the walker and, and, and uh, he said, well, he didn't, he could have killed him and he gets shot in the back. Right? So good. And then June fixes yeah. John up. Uh, he got shot in the, in the back and then she's like, oh, he's fine now. I mean, he's an older guy. He's at least close to 70, it looks Everyone like. Everyone that shot is just fine. Yeah. Oh, June, well, you know, know, she's a nurse. She performed older. bullet surgery on him. He's fine. So then they go back He's fine. to the dam. Morgan hates her. He blamed her for Grace's baby dying. She left. Like, we wouldn't have had to get in the car if you were here. And she storms off. Now she comes back with John's father. And she's like, hey, guess who I met? Oh, and Morgan's like, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. He's very excited to meet John Dory's father. And, which was nice. And, nice. and then she's like, hey, he's going to work with us. He's like, okay, great. Come on in. So he's already forgiven June. For, for... I was a little, that was fast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got, you got someone to break the ice? Well, c- come on in, June. Welcome back. Thought that was a little too easy. <laughs> did, 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 now, overall, did you like the? Uh, it was. Did you like the JD episode? I did like it. I, I'll be honest. He's a great actor, and I, I liked knowing more about his character. Yeah, I think that's what made me not hate some of the bullshit. You know, like the bad shooting at the beginning. I really like him yeah, as an actor. Yeah, I thought his character exactly. was was kind of like you <laughs> me know, too. rugged Rick kind of character. You know, needs a shave. He's going to kill some people. Yeah. Um, 
the Teddy backstory was interesting, how crazy Teddy is. And how, you know, the, the end is the beginning. He wants to... I actually really like that backstory. That was really interesting. Yeah, it, it helped understand Teddy's motivations. He's a, he's insane, obviously. Crazy. We've seen enough of those in the world. The, the cult leaders that, that people are will do anything yes. for. I like I like his character. So, overall, I'd say the Grace episode was alright. It was alright. It was kind of like, meh. Seemed like it could have been 15, 20 minutes long. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the John Dory episode was much better. And then, after the John Dory episode, we got a Talking Dead out of nowhere. Right? We had Woo! a surprise Talking Dead episode. Yeah, I was shocked. I'm like, wait, is this right? This is new? <laughs> and if my DVR, you know what? So So, here's what I do. So, I usually watch on Thursday and I wait until Sunday because they don't always put the, um, the sneak peek up on AMC premiere. So I'll record the fear episode and I'll watch the end for the sneak peek. And then I saw talking dead was recorded. Huge bonus. This is fantastic. So nice to see Chris Hardwick back. (laughs) He's not going to be back till the finale, uh, but they told us he wasn't gonna be back till the finale. We got a bonus episode. So that was nice. And I feel like maybe for the finale, they'll be back in the studio. Maybe they'll be socially distanced back in the studio. We'll see. Ooh. That'd be nice. They probably will be. They probably will be. Okay, so, Jamie, we're going to take a quick break here. Before we do, though, I'm going to play you the audio of the present that I got from Mips. <gasps> Sebastian. Uh, enjoy. Oh we'll be right back. Okay. Hey, now. What is going on, beautiful people? My name is Sebastian Salzi, a.k.a. Mips. I play Cole on Fear the Walking Dead. And you were listening to my pals, David Brody and Jamie, on the Walkers and Talkers podcast. Peace and love, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. All right, so how cool was that uh, uh, MIPS ID that we played before oh, we played, went to the commercial? Oh my God. Right, well, he's, so he's my buddy. So there you go. There's, there's a little more proof. You got men. You know, you know, you know the guy. He mentioned you it. too. He mentioned you too. We had, listen. We had him on. He, he's family. <laughs> he, 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 he's your MIPS too. Yeah. So so he's uh, part let's, of the fam. Yeah, part of the fam. Let's talk about. I'm going to call it the MIPS episode because why not? Um, yeah. Teddy decides to take <laughs> exactly. Yeah, to take uh, Alicia on a journey. Right. She, he wants to open her eyes to whatever he wants her to see the way he sees the world. And then a, a bus pulls up with new recruits, I guess, new lost people, new lonely people, people looking for salvation, whatever. And Dakota gets off the bus. Now, she had told Morgan oh, and the boy. gang, I don't know, last episode before that she wanted to help in any way she could. She felt she needed to help, blah, blah, blah. So she gets off the bus and Alicia like doesn't want anything to do with her. She's like, I don't want to work with you. I don't want to know you. You're a terrible person. Yet, her best There's friend no on the way. show is Charlie, who killed her brother. Like, you don't like, you don't so like Dakota. True. You don't like Dakota because she killed Ginny. And you don't like Dakota because she killed John Dory. I get that. But you forgave Charlie for killing your brother Nick. And let's not forget, Nick and John Dory both wanted off the shows. Yeah, that's a really So great you can't point. blame Dakota. The guy wanted off. <laughs> right? She was just doing her, just helping him out. <laughs> yes. So although Dakota is disturbed, is she any more disturbed from her childhood than Charlie was? And again, John Dory, not exactly buddy-buddy with Alicia. He did right by her when he could, but they weren't like her brother. So right away, she's, she's like, Dakota's like, I'll exactly. work with you. We'll work they together. And Alicia's like, Alicia can't kill him, even though Teddy and Riley are really the only people left alive in this group. Well, there's a few left. There's not a lot of them left. And... uh <laughs> No. He wants to indoctrinate Alicia, even though she wiped out his entire underground compound a few weeks ago. Yep. And so even though she's destroyed all, yes. like, I'm sure she killed a lot of his people and everything they built. He's like, As, you have the kind of determination I like, kid. You're, you're fine. And Riley's like, what? What do you do? What? I'll keep you. I got a hole in my shoulder. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, buddy, buddy. Okay. All right. Okay. So they take Alicia on this journey, on this Zen journey. And Teddy's whole thing is you're going to see the world in perspective. And, and they're taking her to the area where she lost her mother. So they're driving towards the stadium because he heard the tapes. He knows all about her. They all made those videotapes. Plus, they all were interviewed when they first got to the underground compound. Yeah. And so he's like, you know... Your mother tried to set an example for you, but it doesn't mean anything. Where did it get you? Nothing didn't accomplish anything and whatever. Of course, what happens when they're driving in a car? The tires blow out because somebody put spikes in the road. Shocking. How do you not know you're not going to get anywhere you want to go? Wherever you go and someone's going to stop you. <laughs> so they get out of the car. Shortly thereafter, a guy with a gun shows up and it's Mips. It's Mips. So I got excited. I'm like, it's Cole. I couldn't believe it. And so, and I'm like, I he looks. I screamed out Mips out loud. When oh, I'm nice. <laughs> I'm like, he looks, he looks badass. 
He did with the gun and the, and the unshaven look and he's grubby he and he had like a military kind of camo, like, you know, survival gear on sort of. He looked good. And, he, and they had um, the old couple from the stadium, right? Whatever their names were. Uh, Paul Doug and, and Viv. Doug and Viv, right. Thank you. Doug and Viv. And a bunch of other stragglers. Somehow, I, it's been a couple of years now, Doug and Viv, no problem. They've survived. Cole, Doug and Viv. So Cole is playing it like, hey, I'm going to help you guys out. Be careful. There's some bad people around here. They hijack cars. And I've been on the road trying to stay alive. And your mother did so much for me. And yeah. uh, you got to watch out for the bad guys. And then we find out he's the bad guys. He's the bad guys. And Doug and Viv and everybody come out yes. to surround them. And they're the bad guys. Now. They're the bad guys. They're the bad guys. They're like, yeah. sorry, you know, you're, you're only keeping you alive because, you know, your mom did so much for us. But we still turned out to be rotten people. You know, because that's the, way, the only way you can survive. Yeah. We tried it your mom's way. It didn't work. And now we're, we're animals on the road scavenging. So their way of life has worked. And Doug and Viv are alive. Okay? Everyone's alive. The Doug and Viv and Cole and anyone else is dead. But Doug and Viv and Cole are alive. But they run into our gang, which means they're not going to last long. And so he threatens to kill Teddy. <laughs> oh, let's go back. The whole episode's called Mother. And uh, part of the journey, they drive to yeah. a, a mausoleum and he takes a corpse out of a, out of a wall and he says oh. it's his mother, right? Yeah. And he, he wraps her gently into and a blanket. And he her like all over. Right. And he puts her in yeah. the back of a pickup truck and the pickup, the body falls out when the tires get slashed and he's like, oh my God, mother. Oh my God. Yes. And so she's laying on the ground. <laughs> So anyway, I, I wanted to put that in there because it comes up a little bit later. And so Mips says, I want I want to know where your supplies are. You guys are talking like, you, you know, you have like this, you're going to be enough food and stuff for years. I want it. I want I want in on that. And Alicia's like, dude, my, my mother saved you. Like, what are you doing? Now, remember, Cole was uh, had a thing yeah. for Strand. He wasn't that great killing walkers. He was all right. But now he's like supposed to be badass. Right. And it reminded me of the Morales episode in uh, The Walking Dead, where a guy shows up you thought was long gone, and then you try to relate to him by mentioning all the old people. Yes. And she's like, you know, and you know, Nick's yes. dead, but uh, <laughs> Luciana's alive, and Strand, and all your old friends. And he was like, that's great. I don't really care about those people. The same way Morales didn't really care about those people. And he said, like, you think you're going to mention old people and names so true. that we've shared like a moment in time that's going to like change who I am? And, and, you know, Mips was like, ah, that's great. Yeah, great. Okay, that's fine. Uh, whatever. We, we planted some corn and, uh, <laughs> and then those crazy people stood outside and waited for us to die. And then uh, your mother's dead. So he, he doesn't say that her mother's dead. He just keeps saying she did so much for us. She did so much for us. Never mentioned she's alive. Yeah. Now, they must have driven off when the fire started, which, again, I told you when this happened, we never saw them die. They made it look like they were dead. They, they put them true. in the in memoriam. And they're like, they were dead. Why were they dead? They were in cars. They drove away. The fire. They didn't sit in the fire and burn and die. They drove off. So they wouldn't know if Madison was alive or dead, except it, they yes. made it a point to say, and uh, Jamie, I'll let you finish in a sec. They made it a point to say that we've been in the area for a long time and they've basically been pirating people, like attacking them and taking their stuff. So... They would have run into Madison if she was alive, wouldn't they? Maybe. Everybody else runs into everybody else. I, I think so. 
it, it would be hard to not run into her if she right. were still alive. Right. So a lot of articles are being written on the Walking Dead sites that say, well, she can't be alive now because they would have run into her or they would have come back for her. They would have seen, they, mm-hmm. they would have found her. They would have, you know, everybody finds everybody. Uh, but nope. Nope, no mention of her. Except John Dorian is son. Right. They, they, of course, <laughs> they find each other. Right. And and Dwight travels cross country, finds Sherry, Morgan, everybody. With no maps, no nav, nothing, finds everybody. Right? Everyone goes to the same town. <laughs> uh, no nav. <laughs> right. No nav. No ways. No ways app on their phone. <laughs> and so... Uh, Mips has them in a, in a little lineup. They're on their knees. And Teddy's whole thing is, hey, you're not going to kill me because it's all going to work out. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. And, Ooh. you know, Mips is got them at gunpoint. And then uh, I, I've, it's been a couple of weeks already, but uh, you know, Mips, uh, the walk, walkers, okay, walkers start coming up out of nowhere, right? They're coming out of the woods and they have to fight them off. And so yeah, a lot of Teddy them. fights them off with like as an old man who could barely fight. He's pushing them. He kills them. <laughs> Alicia kills them. Dakota's killing them. Right. And Doug and Viv, yep. Doug and Viv, who have, who have survived the apocalypse for years. Now they're like, they're like a cockroach. Right, they, <laughs> now they can't fight off walkers. They let walkers walk up behind them, throw them up against cars and eat them. I right. Oh my god! I can't believe that scene. They made Doug and Viv red shirts. They made everybody who wasn't Cole a red shirt. So everyone died in the Walker fight except they Cole did. and the stars of the show. Again, I'm calling a little bit of bullshit. Yep, I'm calling Mips bullshit. Mip shit. <laughs> because <laughs> how do the Walkers know not to eat Cole? They go right for Doug and Viv, and again, Doug and Viv have guns. How did Doug and Viv get taken by walkers <laughs> from behind? That's so true. And at some point, like Doug was up against the glass on the car, which, by the way, thanks for that. So we could see through the window and see him. getting. Oh. But the guy, the walkers on his back. Oh, that was awful. He like was like screaming. And like it was like it seemed like 10 minutes before the walker actually bit him. Like you couldn't like squat down or or like push <laughs> off the car. And like it just they just gave up. Doug and Viv. Oh, Doug and Viv. So Doug and Viv, Doug and Viv, Doug and Viv Doug no and longer Viv. live. That's my poem for the day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that. So then Cole has, is, is, you know, in, in a gun standoff with Alicia. He's got the bigger gun, right? He's already talked about, he doesn't care about that. Yep. He's like, I don't care about you. I, you know, your mother, I did you a favor, but now you, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not helping me out here. You're not going to tell me where the supplies are. He doesn't shoot her. He's like, listen, you know. We don't need to go down this road. He's trying to take reason with her. And she's like, ah, fuck you, Cole. And she shoots Mips. Shoots him. Oh. It's right not right. Yeah. I wanted to see Walker Mips. I wanted to see him, like, you know, reanimate later. I... Oh, yeah. He didn't get to be a Walker. Oh, one more thing I forgot. Let's backtrack a little bit. Well, let's backtrack a little bit if you prefer. How about when he says, I'm going to make you talk, Teddy. And he goes to shoot the, uh, the, the, uh, the skeleton of his mother. And he goes, I know how to make you talk. I've been watching how you were so upset when she fell out of the back of the truck. And he, he says, I'm going to shoot her. He goes, go ahead. So he shoots Ooh. the skull in the head, wasting a bullet, right? In the apocalypse. You could have just stomped her skull. Oh my God. And he's her like, face blew up. Right. And he's like, yeah, that's not my mother. And at least like, what? That's not your mother. What? 
That's how what crazy Teddy is. Oh he killed some, he kissed some random skeleton. <laughs> so yeah, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So as soon as Mips is dead, if I remember correctly, yeah. then um, Dakota pulls a gun on, on Alicia. Because Alicia pulls a gun on Teddy. She's like, okay, you're next. Like, what do you have planned? What's the plan? What My are you Lord. planning on doing? And she's like, you've earned it. I'll tell you what I'm doing. And he tells her, he's like, oh, I'm going to get a nuclear war. I'd blow up everything. And Dakota pulls the gun on her. He just told her, like, he was talking about the weather. <laughs> yeah, and then Dakota is like, I was looking for a fresh start. I thought I was going to get it with with, uh, with, the, uh, with John and with Morgan and whatever, but I didn't. Yeah, because you killed John. Like, you need a fresh start. She's like, this is my chance to get a fresh yeah. start. She doesn't care who gives her a fresh start as long as someone gives her a fresh start. So, uh, as long screwy. as she gets it. Yeah. So she turned on Alicia. So at this point now, the kid's got to die. She's got to die. You, you can't keep crossing the line. Yeah, she's got to go. Gotta like, go. Charlie killed Nick, but then she was okay. <laughs> then she was like, listen, he killed my... I mean, Dakota Nick killed her. continues to be a little nut job. Yeah, she's got to go. We already have Charlie. I don't need... And, and, and uh, I know I'm forgetting this. What happened to all the kids? Are the kids in, in, in one of Ginny's camps? Oh, Remember yeah. all the kids in the treehouse? Did I forget what, what happened to them? Oh, yeah. I was just thinking. Didn't they take the beer what balloon? What did happen to them? They were a lot of the survivor kids from the. Uh, yeah, where are they? With radiation. I don't know where they went. Yeah, all right. All right. You know what? Listen, I'm going to look it up so you don't have to tweet me. I'll know by the time you hear this. I just thought of them. I haven't thought of them in a while. I know you guys know because you're paying attention and I'm out of it. Uh, just completely these days. I don't need any more kids on the show is my point. No more kids. And I love kids, but yeah, how many can you have on the show? <laughs> no more. <laughs> okay. Then Teddy's men show up, take, take uh, Alicia hostage. Dakota's now one of the good, one of the bad guys. Riley takes them to uh, an old hotel that according to story and legend that in the forties, they built a bomb shelter, a huge bomb shelter under the hotel because it was during the war and they, you know, they wanted to make sure yes. it was safe. And so Teddy says, there's enough supplies. It's huge. It's better than ever. And we can live there for years, right? We're going to live there. So he puts Alicia in a room, locks her in a room and says, you know, we're all going to, we're going to go do our mission. We're probably all going to die. But you, you have what it takes to rebuild society. You bring hope. You always believe in hope and love and there's a better way. And that's what's going to save humanity. We'll kill as many people as possible and you'll restart society. Here's the thing, though. I don't know how powerful the nuclear weapon is on the submarine. But to my knowledge, there's no nuclear weapon that can eradicate all of America. So you're, even if you blow up Texas, so. even if you blow up half of Texas and then the radiation travels and you kill some more people, what you think the people in California and North Dakota are going to go, oh, yeah, Alicia, she brings hope. She'll be in charge. No. If anything, she'll start a bunch of people Absolutely in Texas. Not. <laughs> right. No one's going to be like, oh, the guy who blew everything up thinks uh, you should you should be our leader. Why should we trust the guy who blew everything up? So. And who's going to let her out of there? Right. Someone has to be alive to let her out. That's I don't know if they thought through that through. Right. Exactly. So they go off to the submarine now. To, to get in the submarine and launch the nuclear weapons. Obviously, Riley and uh, Teddy have no intention of surviving 
unless they feel like they can put it on time release and get back to the basement in time, right? Because I don't know how far the submarine is from the hotel, right? That they can get back in time. I have a feeling they don't care. I think that Riley's decided to give his life for the cause, right? And then Morgan and everyone, they're all headed to the submarine. Next week's episode or this week's episode takes place in the submarine trying to stop them, right? And then there's an episode after that. Well, the only way there's an episode after that is if much of the cast gets back to the hotel bunker and survives the nuclear explosion. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm going to say. I would So part of me says, how could the nuclear bomb have gone off and the rest of the country didn't hear about it? In other words, the world beyond people haven't talked about it. And the Walking Dead cast, right? You're telling me in the span of seven years, right? Because the Walking Dead is seven years ahead. Yeah. Okay. That nobody from that part of the country came east to get away from the nuclear explosion and told the story where someone on The Walking Dead would have been like, man, that nuclear weapon that blew up seven years ago. I just feel like there would have been some, there would have been some radiation. Like you can't go back and change it now because The Walking Dead didn't write their show knowing that the Fear Walkers were going to set off a bomb. True. Part of me says they are going to be able to Mm. do it. And that will cause the remaining surviving <laughs> members of the show, like Dakota will die in the blast, right? But the main cast, oh, the ones that are at least with Morgan, will go back to the hotel and live in underground. Now, nuclear, I looked this up, nuclear material can last anywhere from one to five years in the, in the atmosphere, in the, in, the, in the air. So they would have to live in that hotel for at least five oh. years, which means you'd have a time jump at the end of the season. So if they live there five or six years, now you're a little closer to The Walking Dead. Now people could cross back over or they could run into Daryl and Carol for the spinoff and be on the Daryl and Carol show. Oh, my God. Right. So my God, I think they're going to I think they they may set off the nuke or what they might do is they think the nuke's going to go off. They go and live underground, not knowing the nuke didn't go off. Because there's no way to know, because if they oh look outside, God. they would be exposed to radiation, and maybe they live underground oh thinking that the bomb went off for five years. That's craziness. Because otherwise, you have to level Whoa. that part of Texas, and that means every shot you take has to be flat yeah. land, because the nuclear bomb would, would level, I mean, that area of Texas doesn't have skyscrapers, so all the little gas stations and general stores would be gone. If you could explain yes. a nuclear bomb going off, God bless you. But that would explain a time jump of that many years and nobody dying and nothing really happening because they were underground, safe, with no walkers. Unless someone died of like old age. That explains it perfectly. Perfectly. So I, and again, and then yeah. I'm not going to say what was said, but Ian Goldberg, one of the showrunners, I think that's his name, said something about Alicia that is leading yeah. people to think he's giving away whether or not the bomb goes off. I'm not going to say what that was. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm running independent of that. Oh, my gosh. I'm not paying attention to it. Okay? Now, okay. I teased earlier <laughs> that I thought Madison can't come back now because Cole would have seen her. Right? I, what if Cole, yeah. what if Mips is such a prick that he thinks she is alive but didn't tell Alicia because he wanted her to feel demoralized so that she would take him back to where 
they live and where they have supplies. Because if he said your mother's alive, she wouldn't go. She would like look for her mother, right? Or she want them to go find her. Oh my! So God, what if he knows sick. that she's alive, right? What if she was alive maybe three years ago or two years ago and hasn't seen her since? So it, I, I think most likely she's not alive because he would have said something. But what if he's such a prick? You know, he's not mentioning it. Because he could have. He could have said, don't shoot me. I know where your mother is. Oh, that's awful. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think they're bringing her back. I think the show's doing well again where they don't need to do that kind of thing. Uh, but how? here's an idea. Yeah. You show her coming up over a mountain, right? You show her finally finding them, and then the bomb goes off, and you see, you see her get obliterated by the nuclear blast. How about that? Oh, my God. That can't happen. That can't happen. <laughs> but that'd be a good way to, like, oh, she's back. Psst evaporated. <laughs> Mips is back. Bye. Or she Mips sees them go back. into the Bye. bunker and she's banging on the door. Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. And then pfft, she gets oh my God. vaporized. <laughs> oh no. That'd be some way to write her out. Oh God. Like once and for That's all. Awful. Like you see her and you're like, Madison's back. Insane. Boom. Pfft. That's the way she should go out. That's my idea. That would be a sick way to go out. That's yeah. They, again, I should be writing amazing. for the show. That's my idea. Bring her you back. Really, honest, honest to God, you really should be. I, I you really should be. <laughs> there you go. All right. So listen, thank you everyone for tweeting us, uh, asking for the new episodes and being patient and demanding free dessert uh, and everything else that you guys, uh, I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hope we can do an episode next week and the week after so that we, you know, to finish off the season on time. If our schedules line up, Jamie. All right, Jamie, listen. Three episodes briefly recapped. Uh, if this is your first episode of, of listening to this podcast, this is not the typical podcast. We normally break the episodes down a lot more in detail. No. But we have, it's, been, it's been a time. So thank you again for your patience and welcome aboard yeah. if you're just listening to us. Normally it's a little more co- and, yes, cohesive. And thank you for your loyalty. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. So Jamie, oh, 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 I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget. Before we get out of here, I want to thank okay. Nicholas Young. Uh, and the Nico time on Twitter. He said, I spotted this in town and thought of you guys. And it is a car window. And in the bottom left of the rear window, it, it somebody put like white lettering so that they must've customized it themselves. And on the back window, it says, I will shut okay. that shit down. No exceptions on the window. Oh, really? Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the picture and, uh, I'll send you, Jamie, I'm going to send you both pictures and you can tag the person. Don't, don't post my screenshot, but post the picture of the back of the car and you will, you will, you can put it on our walkers and talkers account since you're in charge of posting on that one. And uh, you'll you'll have the picture in a second. You'll see it. So I thought that was really cool that he thought of us and that someone put them in the back of their car. Do you see the picture yet? Oh, I love, I want that for my car. Yeah. That's so, awesome. I don't know if it's pre-made, but it's perfectly lettered and spaced out. So maybe it's pre-made. You Google that, Jamie. You can find that for your car. So that really reminds me. perfectly made. Yes. Thank you, Nico, <laughs> for sending me that. Uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's a good reminder, Jamie, that it is now time. What time is it? It's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut this shit, shit down. down. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.